Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, Truth Seekers. You're listening to A Measure of Truth on blogtalkradio.com, and I'm your host, Michael Fordham. If you've just clicked the link on my webpage or you're listening on blogtalkradio.com or even the Blog Talk Radio player on my Facebook page and you want to call in live, look, we'd love to talk with you. So give us a call. The number is 347-326-9470. Oh, need a minute to get something to write with? But don't worry, I'll give the number again right after the commentary. Or if you like, you can Twitter me your questions and comments at twitter.com slash a measure of truth. Also, if you haven't yet, why don't you look me up on Facebook? I'm the Michael Fordham with a photo of me in studio, and you can always email me your questions and comments at a measure of truth at gmail.com. Look, we got a great show for you today. We'll be right back after this. Many companies are laying off employees, reducing wages, or eliminating benefits. The future is unknown, and this can have a dramatic effect on your finances. Your credit says a lot about who you are and is one of the most important aspects of your financial profile. If you have bad credit, you could be denied for a loan, receive a higher interest rate, get fired, lose out on job opportunities, get denied a security clearance, have legal action taken against you, be treated like a criminal, or lose friends and family because of your debt. Paying the minimum monthly credit card payment or loan payment causes the average consumer to pay two or three times the original cost of the item purchase. But there is still hope. 
as long as you're willing to stop procrastinating. Don't wait to get help. Start now to improve your financial life. If you need help to develop a plan to deal with your current financial situation, look, this show is for you. Or maybe you can pass along a plan of action to someone in need. Let's be honest. If you've never had a financial crisis, chances are you would not know where to begin. Isn't it about time to get your finances in order? All it will take is a hard, long look at your current situation and a measure of truth. Harine Freeman, financial planner, financial literacy speaker and advocate, author of How to Get Out of Debt, welcome to A Measure of Truth. Hello, Harian. How are you? I am great. How are you? I am so great as well, but sorry, I could not cut off that mispronunciation of your first name. I clicked it. It just would not stop. But thank you for coming on board. I'm so excited to talk with you today. Thanks so much for having me. You know, it's interesting. We we met on LinkedIn, and I really, really um, love LinkedIn. I mean, I think it's a great resource to make connections, and um, it's just amazing uh, what you can find there, considering um, your profile and all the things that you've done. Tell us a little bit about um, how you got started as um, in the business of financial planning and um, also writing your book and continuing to help people to be able to get out of debt. Well, I got started uh I, I got interested in the business because when I get went to college, I got into debt myself. By the time I was a senior, I had 13 credit cards, and I was $19,000 in debt. I wow. got a job, and then I lost my job, so that's how my debt situation started to decline. I was unable to make the minimum payments. Creditors were calling me, harassing me, and so I decided that I wanted to pay back the debt, and so I didn't really know what to do. I didn't really understand how credit worked and how to pay it back, but I knew I wanted to pay it back. So I called all of my creditors. I set up payment plans. I was able to get another job. I got a part-time job. I put myself on a budget. I didn't go out to eat. I didn't go to the hairdresser. I didn't buy any new clothes. I just went to work and went home. And it took a period of four years. At the time, I was making 21000 hmm. So. It took a period of four years, but I was able to pay everything off, and then I went on to purchase a home, and um, I started helping my family and friends with their their, uh, credit situations and their financial situations, and then... I started I started my business and then I and then I wrote the book. And the reason that I wrote the book, which is called How to Get Out of Debt Get an A Credit Rating for Free, is because when I was going through my situation I didn't really find too many resources and so I wanted to write the book to prevent people from going and making the same mistakes I did and also to just have a resource too for people who wanted to fix their financial situations on their own as opposed to going to a company or a financial planner. Wow. From that, and you became one of the 12 top minds in the financial institution named by, what was it, Black Enterprise Magazine? Yes. (laughs) Wow. What is it about what you have done that made them actually, you know, put you on that list? Well, 
there are some, and not all, but there are some financial uh, planners or advisors or experts out there who have have not actually been in debt. Um, so they mm. they can't really relate to their clients. And so because I actually have been in debt, I've been unemployed, I've been on unemployment. Um, so I know about being in debt. I know about creditors calling harassing me. I know about not having enough money to pay your bills and not knowing how you're going to pay your bills. Uh, so I can really relate to my clients. And so I think that is a critical element when you're dealing with clients because um, if you can't really relate to your clients, it's difficult um, to help them uh, and inspire them and give them tools and resources and encouragement to help them get out of their current situation. Um, but on the other, the other aspect is that um, because uh, of my experience, I'm very knowledgeable about um, credit repair, I'm very knowledgeable about money management and finances in the financial industry. And so I get that comes through when I do various interviews on radio or TV or different magazines. And so over time, different entities have recognized my expertise. And so I've been rewarded um, because of that. Wow. We're going to talk about some of your success stories in a bit. But, you know, Harriet, it's sad to say, but, you know, a lot of listeners out there that are listening now, they don't even know that they're in debt because they pay their bills every month. But really, they're, they're less than a paycheck away from uh, a crisis. So tell us really what defines a person that's in debt at that bare minimum level. Well, at some point in life, everyone is going to be in debt. If you if you purchase a home, you're going to be in debt. If you purchase a car, you're going to be in debt. If you take out a loan, you're going to be in debt. So at some point, everyone is going to be in debt. The key is being able to properly manage your debt and not letting your debt get out of control. And so what happened in 2008, a lot of people were living on their credit cards, living above their means because credit was so easy to obtain and so they spent more money than they were bringing in. And when the economy tanked, so did their finances. And so no matter what your income is, you always want to make sure you have a balance with your spending and you want to make sure you live below your means, spend less than you earn, and manage your debt properly. If you have credit cards, you want to keep the balances at 20% or less of the credit limit. If you have a home, you want to make sure you pay your mortgage on time every month. And, you know, just really think about how you're spending your money and change the way you, you think about money because we're such an instant gratification society and it's so easy to get into debt, but we really have to take a step back and think about our future. You know, think about retirement, what age you want to retire, if you want to leave an inheritance to your children. Those things are really important. You can't do that if you're living paycheck to paycheck or you're living beyond your means. Now, were you taught these things when you were growing up? Um, did your parents sit you down and say, you know, you have to think about mapping out um, your future for your finances and things like that? Or is this just something you learned along the way um, from the hard knocks that you experienced later on? I learned it on the way, actually. I always uh, had a savings account, so I always had money. Um, even as a child, I always had uh, money, always had um I knew about saving my money, but I didn't really understand how credit works. So that's what what my downfall was. I didn't understand how credit worked. But after I got myself out of my situation, I began to read books, read articles, watch TV shows, get a lot of resource information to really understand how to manage my money, to understand about my consumer rights, and just really get educated about properly managing my money. And so 
that's how I was able to attain that knowledge. Now, I, I didn't learn it in school, and my parents didn't teach me. Now, um, so we, we want to go in a minute uh, and talk about uh, one of your extreme situations and what your program can actually do for people and, and show people an example that they can starting from rock bottom, somehow work their way out. But let's talk a little bit, too, about um, consumer rights. You just mentioned that. What are some of the rights that some of us just don't realize that we have in dealing with creditors and, and our you know, debts? Well, there's uh, the basic um, act that applies to consumers, which is called the Fair Credit Reporting Act. And so basically that protects all of the information that appears on your credit report, which is a report that is generated uh, when you have a Social Security number and when you open a line of credit, a credit card, or a loan. So a credit report is generated and your payment history is is starts to be tracked. And so that's what different businesses use to determine if they will approve you for a loan or for a credit card. Right. And, and one so, of the things I talked about is now it's very important, especially in our area. We we are in the um the DMV, the uh, DC, Maryland, Virginia area, and a lot of folks in this area work for the federal government and a lot of those positions require security clearances. And um tell us a little bit about how that can impact um, your job search and um, your ability to climb the ladder to success. That has a great impact on your employment. Um, a lot of uh, government agencies, if you work in the financial industry, if you work in the judicial industry, um, if you work in banking or insurance industries, a lot of them look at your credit reports um, or if you're a government contractor. And so it's you know, some people may have been employed for two or three years because of the recession, and so now they're trying to get back on their feet and get employed, but no one hires, wants to hire them because they have bad credit, which is due to, you know, which was due to the economy or their financial situation. So it's more critical now than ever that uh, people manage their money and start to pay back their old debts and start to work on restoring their credit uh, because it, it can be held against you now. The key to that is if you do have bad credit, be upfront with um, the interviewing company. Let them know you have bad credit. Let them know that you're working on it. You're trying to pay back the debts owed. And many times in those cases, companies will be more lenient when you show them that you are working to pay down your debt. But if you just go apply for jobs and you have bad credit, and you, you haven't paid anything back, um, you probably won't get hired. Hmm. Now, I have a question. What's the difference between um, what you do in repairing credit and getting people out of debt as opposed to your typical, um, what do you call them, um, credit repair agency? Well, there are a lot of different agencies out there. So you have credit repair companies, you have debt consolidation companies, you have um, nonprofit agencies, you have um, financial planners, financial advisors. There are all kinds of companies out there. But with when when you do business with any company, you want to check the business out. Um, if the business has a list on a bed, a business bill, you can look at, look them up there, or you can just do a search on the Internet to see if you see anything negative about a business or maybe ask your friends or relatives if they've ever heard of the business. Um, but the most important thing is to make sure that the company delivers what they promise. So if the company says they're going to help you with your credit or if they're going to help pay your, pay, uh, pay 
make payments to your creditors. Just follow up and make sure that the company does what they say. Hmm. Um, in some cases, when you're restoring your credits, there's a lot of things you can do yourself. Sometimes people don't want to um, do it on their own because it, it is very tedious. It, it takes a lot of hard work to get items removed from your credit report. But you can do it on your own for free. And if you don't want to do it for free, you can um, hire a company to do it for you. But there are some reputable companies out there, but you have to find out which, which ones are, are out there. What I want to do is also give people an idea of a, a, a really bad situation and, um, you know, a, a time frame of how long it would take to fix it and use an example and help people to understand um, the, the many steps that would have to be um, tackled in order for them to be able to get this um, this great credit rating that you're speaking of. If you have a, a negative account or delinquent account or late account and it's more than uh, 120 days, well, if it's more than 90 days old, um, it's generally reported to a collection agency. Sometimes they wait 120 days. Once an account is reported to a collection agency, it can be very hard trying to pay back the debt because once it's sold to a collection agency, they hold the accounts for anywhere from three to six months. If they're unable to collect on that account, they sell it to another company, and that process continues until you start making payments on the account. So if you know you have a late payment, it's best to try to make at least some payment on the account 90 days or less, if it's 90 days or less old. Um, that way you have a better chance of negotiating and getting the debt paid. You can even... Um, set up a settlement plan um, and different arrangements. Once it goes into a collection agency, um, some of them uh, don't want to work with you. Some of them don't follow the law. Some of them violate the law. Um, they try to take you to court without following all the proper procedures. And so it can be really a nightmare trying to pay back a debt with a collection agency. Hmm. Wow. And um, you have actually had a chance to do seminars as well, um, and you speak with large groups of people on helping them. Um, tell us a little bit about what's outlined in your book, and I'm sure you, you don't want to give away the whole book, but how is it um, people that can use this the information itself to be able to walk themselves out of debt? Well, basically, uh, the book is just a self-help book, so it talks about... Uh, to how to even know if you have bad credit. Some people don't even know they have bad, bad credit um, because they've never gotten a copy of their credit report. So it identifies if you have bad credit, you know, the one signs of bad credit. It talks about how to create a budget or a spending plan. You can create one weekly or monthly. It talks about how to actually restore your credit, so how to fix errors on your credit report, how to um, negotiate with creditors, how to uh, – pay down debt. It talks about how to maintain credit once you have restored your credit, how to maintain it. It talks about how to deal with telemarketers. It talks about identity theft. It gives sample letters, sample uh, spreadsheets, uh, financial spreadsheets um, to use to write to creditors to pay back debts owed and financial spreadsheets to help you manage your money. And it has resource information listed by state. Wow. That's great. So, um, A.T. Freeman Enterprises um, is actually doing work um, across the nation? 
Yes. Wow. Okay. That's awesome. Uh, that, that's great. Uh, th- this show is actually <laughs> heard, of course, all over um, the world, but um, it's important for me to be able to, to know that everyone in the United States as well would be able to um, take advantage of some of the information that's contained in your book. Um, that, that's really good stuff. Now, um, let me ask you a question. You've had people who probably have gone through bankruptcy. Is there a certain level where um, your system is just not as effective? Uh, that's a well. I would say yes. Um, in some cases, I have turned down several clients. So in some cases, I've turned down clients if they if their situation is such that they may never be able to get themselves out of debt. So, for example, if someone has a million dollars in medical bills, um, there's no way they're going to ever pay that back. So the only thing they, the only option they may have is to file bankruptcy. Um, if someone has uh, foreclosed on their home and they're unemployed or they're disabled and they have a limited income and they, they don't have enough income to pay their prescriptions or buy food or that kind of thing, um, then in that case they may have to file bankruptcy um, to, you know, to keep their home to prevent from having to file foreclosures. So there are some extreme cases where I have turned down clients and I refer them to other resources to help them. Um, in some cases um, people call me at the 12th hour wanting me to do a miracle because they're about to lose their home or they're about to be taken to court for hundreds of thousands of dollars. And, you know, it's just impossible for me to help someone in two or three days or a week. Um, So in those cases, it's really nothing I can do. Um, I I refer them to other entities, to lawyers and different resources. But in those cases, you know, you can't can't do anything in that that short amount of time. When you're trying to pay down debt and restore your credit, it's it's a very long, tedious process. It can go anywhere from 90 to ninety days to, you know, several months. And then if you owe debt, it can take anywhere from, you know, three months to years to pay back the debt, depending on how much you owe in your income. Hmm. So give us the, the, the practical situation for you that works best for you that will help people to not only just turn their financial situation around, but um, also get this A-plus credit that you talk about. Well, the main thing is to pay your bills on time. If you have any late accounts, you want to call your creditors and set up a payment plan. In some cases, they will settle an account with you, so that means that you can pay less than the total amount owed. So, for example, if you owe $1,000 on a Visa account, you may be able to settle the account and pay 50 to 70% of what's owed, so you may be able to pay just 500 to settle the account, and then you don't owe any more money. Does that hurt hurt you on your credit report, though, being that you've settled for less than what you owed? Well, the key to that is you want to make sure that the company reports the account is paid or paid in full, um, and mm. that will help your credit score. If they report the account is settled or settled for less than the full amount, that will affect your credit score. Mm. So you do have control in how they will um, report that after the fact. Is that part of the negotiation? 
Right. So it's best to negotiate with predators before you send in a payment. Um, you have more negotiating power that way. If you have uh, already made a, if you have already made a payment, or if you if if you have already paid the account off, you have less negotiating power. Some companies will remove items from your credit report or will update update the status after that they received your payment. But it's best to do on your negotiating upfront before you send in your payment. No. Okay. Right. So they have to sort of play the game, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> they want their money, but you know, you want to just put some some conditions on that and um yes. cooperate. Now, when Now, how does a person know? Because we're going to be probably talking to some people out there that are already in the situation where they're trying to work with some type of um, either credit counselor or someone who's going to restore their credit, or I'm not sure of the titles and the names, but how does a person know that they're not getting what they should be and it's time to move on and to um, sort of um, break away from um, this process and, and try to find some real resources and help? Well, the first thing is you need to be an educated consumer. So when you do a business with any company, you need to have some basic um, knowledge and some basic understanding of the type of business you're getting into. So if you're going to a credit restoration company or credit repair company, you need to find out for yourself what your rights are as a consumer. You need to find out, you know, what the process what the general process is, what a company cannot and can't can and cannot do legally. If a company tells you to open a, uh, to get another social security number, that's illegal. Mm. If, if a company tells you to do something and you, you don't feel that it's right, just go with your gut. And so, um, if you go with your gut, your gut well, is always right. Your intuition is always right. If if they tell you to do something, you don't feel too sure about it or it doesn't sound right. You know, don't make that decision right then. Wait. Do some research, you know, talk to some other people and find out if what they're telling you is accurate. Wow. People would tell you to get another Social Security number? Yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow. That that sounds really shady. And it sounds like, you you know, those repercussions could, you know, stay with you for the rest of your life. Possibly. Yes, you know, they can. Yeah, have some legal action against you as well. So. Absolutely. Wow. And uh, so... Some people find that, you know, they may be spinning wheels with a certain company. I mean, there are a lot of companies out there that are just taking advantage of people. Um, are, are there any other um, uh, red lights that you could possibly tell people if they're in a situation and they may not be getting the satisfaction that they want, but they just don't know why? They just don't know what the next step is or when is the right time to break away? If a company tells you that they can guarantee that your credit score will increase by 100 or 200 points, there's no guarantee. Um, if you do basic principles, your credit score will increase. So if you have late accounts and you pay those off, your score will increase. If you continue to pay your bills on time, your score will increase. If you have a mix of revolving and installment credit, your score will increase. If you don't open um, more than one new account every two years, your score will increase. If you don't try to apply for credit, you know, all, frequently, you know, that helps your score as well. And, you know, the longer your payment history, the longer period that you've had a credit history, all of those factors help increase your credit score over a period of time. So those are the basic principles of a credit score. And so 
you know, if a company tells you that um, they're going to do some miraculous thing and your credit score will increase two weeks, that's not that's not true. Um, your credit score increases over a period of time. Now, your score fluctuates every time you make a payment or open a new account or or have a company look at your credit report, but there's no there's no quick fix to credit restoration. And so if someone is telling you that, that's not really accurate. Um, there are things, illegal things that people do that can increase your credit score, and you, so you may think that that's, you know, what they're saying is telling you is accurate, but that's why I said you need to be an educated consumer and know for yourself the basic principles and basic um, rules and guidelines about how to restore your credit. And the Federal Trade Commission website has tons of information on um, credit um, and about consumer rights and, and about debt and how to uh, pay down your debt, and that's now, very helpful. Now, if someone has led you to do something illegal, I mean, and, of course, that person probably was, you know, a little suspicious of that. Is there any going back after the fact? Is there a way for them to undo the harm that's been done? Yes. Uh, you can file a complaint with the Federal Trade Commission against the company, mm. and um, the Federal Trade Commission will investigate, or you can file a company with the Better Business Bureau, and they will do an investigation and give you um, a report of, the, of their findings. Oh, great, great. Because I know, I'm sure some people out there are kind of trembling in their boots right now, just wondering. I, I remember back in the, um, I guess it was about um, 2008 or even um, earlier than that, when the housing boom was, was going um, full speed ahead, a lot of people who had bad credit but still wanted an opportunity to purchase a home uh, were being told all types of things. There were all types of advertisements on the radio and television for people who could um, help you in a number of ways with credit financing and, and a number of things that, you know, now at the end of all of this, you could tell that a lot of that could not have been true. And with the the collapse of the mortgage industry afterwards, you know, you know, there were a lot of people out there who got hit pretty hard, but, now is the time, I think, that for people to really get their finances back in order for them to be able to take advantage of this um, resurgence of the um, housing market again. It's going to happen eventually, and if you're not really in in a position to be able to take advantage of it, we'll miss out on a lot of wealth. Yes, and, and not just with the housing market, with with um um, investments and uh, if you want to start a business, now is a great time to start a business. Um, interest rates are low on loans. Interest rates are low on home on home uh, loans. And so, um, if you, as you said, if you if you don't have good credit and you're not in a position to capitalize on these opportunities, you're going to miss out. And as you said, you're going to you're not going to be able to uh, to generate wealth. Absolutely. You know, we're going to just take a. a a quick break here, Ann, and we're going to check the phone lines and see if anyone's ready to call in just yet. I told everyone to wait at least until the halfway point. So we'll just hear a quick message from Young Lives, and we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Michael Fordham, host of A Measure of Truth on blogtalkradio.com, and I want to take a quick minute to talk to you about Young Lives. Young Lives is a unique, cutting-edge, nonprofit Christian organization designed to empower and equip pregnant and parenting teen moms to become productive citizens in the community, a program that partners teens and mature Christian women to provide teen girls in crisis with timely encouragement, guidance, and ongoing support. 
Through the power of presence, kids' and teens' lives are dramatically impacted when caring adults come alongside them, sharing God's love. Because someone believes in them, they begin to see that their lives have great worth, meaning, and purpose. This is just the first step of a lifelong journey. The choices they make today, based on God's love for them, will impact their future decisions, the careers they choose, the marriages they form, and the families they raise. All of this can be traced back to the time when a young life leader reached out and entered their world. Your support will provide girls with an opportunity to attend parenting classes, summer camp, and empowerment programs that just might change their lives. To learn more, visit their website at younglivesdc.younglife.org or call the regional director, Sharon Holland, at 202-399-7017. Welcome back, Truth Seekers. We're on with Harrion Freeman, and we're talking about debt and finances. And we do have a call. Um, Carla, you're on the line. Uh, Give us your name and tell us where you're calling from. Uh, yes, my name is Freemaker, and I'm calling from New Jersey. I'm actually just new to the show. I was just calling to listen in to see what the show is about. Oh, okay. So you didn't have a question for Arian? No, I just oh, tuned okay. in. I kind of read up on the uh, blog spot about what this show might be about. And oh. um, I, I know that you have a special guest, so I'll just listen in for a while. And uh, if I have any questions, and I'll um, I'll chime in with one. Okay, great, great. Well, well thank you for calling in. Okay. Okay, Harriet. Well, I thought we had one, so. <laughs> All right. Are you still there, Harriet? Yes, I'm here. Okay, okay. Now, um, you've done some seminars, and do you have anything that's up and coming where you're going to talk to a large group of people? And, you know, we'll also get into um, your, your personal website for your company as well in a bit, but you have anything up and coming where you'll be um, doing a, a seminar for a group? Yes, actually, uh, the Prince George's uh, Department of Housing is going to have a home ownership fair uh, on June 9th uh, for nine eight, from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the Prince George's Sports and Learning Complex in Largo, Maryland. And so I will be giving a seminar there from 2 to 2.45, um, and it's called Preparing Your Credit for Home Ownership. Wow. Will you be doing that by yourself, or is that going to be yes, a host by myself. of people? Yes, wow. by myself. Yes, and so uh, actually June is National Home Ownership Month, so a lot of um, government agencies and various entities are doing um, um, events to um, promote home ownership. Wow. Well, be sure to, um, you know, forward that information to us. Um, feel free to post that on my Facebook page as well or just send it to me and I can post it myself. Um, and I'm sure a lot of people will be interested in um, taking advantage of that. Yes, it, it it will be a definitely a great event. They expect about three thousand people in attendance. Wow. Okay. And um, just to help people along, what should they bring along with them in order to help them get the most out of this seminar? Well, I don't really know um, exactly what the details as far as um, attendees what they should bring, um, but they can go. Uh, they can just do a Google on the Prince George's Department of Housing website and get more information that way. It's it's a totally free event, um, mm-hmm. so I'm not sure exactly, but they can get more information from the website. Okay, and what can they expect to take home with them from um, this particular? Um, Seminar. What is it going to actually um, teach them? 
Well, it's going to teach them um, how to restore their credit and how to prepare um, their credit um, to actually help them get approved for home for a home. Oh, okay, great, great. You know, um, I've done a show quite often with um, Christopher King, who has um, a nonprofit in a program where he works with people to get into their first home, and people who have marginal credit as well um, can get into a home by. Actually, um, I think it's two years they they rent and then purchase the home afterwards at the same um, market value that an investor had purchased the home. Um, it may be good for you guys to connect somewhere down the road. Uh, we we did a show over and over again, and we'll probably start doing that again up and coming called King Street. And he's talked about a number of different things that you've talked about, credit repair as well. But um, his real forte is, um, you know, helping people to, to get into their first home. And yours seems to be really um, biting in and helping people to um, understand their um, – financial profile, their credit report, and what it takes to be able to um, give themselves a, a real strong um, financial um, future. So um, uh, it's interesting. Maybe we'll do a show with you guys um, up and coming as well. I would, would sounds, love to have you on. That sounds great. And and I just, I like to focus on, um, I like to help my clients, not just with their present situation, but in the future. So I give them the tools and resources to not only help them restore their credit, but be able to maintain their credit because that is the key to um, being successful with your finances. Having good credit opens a lot of doors, um, as we discussed a few minutes ago. And so um, it, it's, it's not really good if you can get someone into a home. Um, you know, that's just the first step. But you want to be able to make sure they stay in the home and make sure they continue to have good credit um, for for things that they want to do in the future, be it to start a business or, you know, maybe refinance their loan or move into another home. So those are things that I try to get my clients to think about. You know, Harry, and, you know, when I <laughs> I first talked with you and uh, I bungled through our first conversation, and then I went to look at um, your, your website and your profile and all of this. I mean, you've been everywhere. You've had interviews with Fox Business, The Hunger Games Tips, um, uh, Quick Cash Traps, um, Fox Business, Fast Cash, um, and The Motley Fool, Daily yes. Finance. Um, yes. You know, Huffington Post, um, Black Enterprise. I mean, you've been all over the place. MSNBC, <laughs> NASDAQ, PBS, Black Enterprise, Dun & Bradstreet. It, it just goes on and on and on and on and on. So how long have you been doing this? And what really got, what really blew you up and, and got you to this point where everyone was looking to interview you? I think, uh, well, actually, my very first interview was um, in 2008, in July 2008, with Essence Magazine, and, and I love Essence Magazine. I love the staff there, and so I'm very thankful that they gave me my first interview um, in a magazine. And so um, if for people who don't know, once you, once you uh, get recognition in one entity, then other entities get to know you and get to know your name. And so once I was in that magazine, other magazines started wanting, wanting to um, call me for interviews and then newspapers, TV, radio. And so it just kind of was a domino effect. And so, um, 
that was in, like I said, July 2008, and so it's just taken off since then. And so I'm just very grateful for all of the opportunities that I've had. I'm grateful for all of the reporters and the media who have received me with um, open arms and recognized my expertise in the industry. Yeah, that's awesome. And and now I recognize your expertise in the industry. <laughs> well, not today, <laughs> but say about a week ago. And, and, you know, every now and then I have someone on this show and, you know, when I meet them and I start to, you know, do my digging and my research and then I figure out who they are and then I say to myself, how is it that I did not know about you before? You know, it's that kind of thing, you know. <laughs> yeah, that V8 moment kind of thing. So and <laughs> so that's what hit me when I um, I really started um, to probe into all the things that you've done. And um, how long ago was it when you actually started Freeman Enterprises? Uh, I actually started in 2002, um, and so I've, I've had the business since 2002, but if for anyone who started a business, you know, the first couple of years are kind of slow, and then, you know, sometimes you get distracted with different issues and family issues, and so it was just a long process of um, of growing my business, and, you know, I had stopped doing it for a while, and then I started back, and then I stopped again, so it's just been a a long process, but I am here now, and so I um, am available to my clients, and I give seminars, and I teach financial literacy to children and adults, and so it's definitely been a process, but it's been a rewarding experience as well. Wow, and, you know, I think I said it in the intro, you know, because you have walked the walk, you've been there, a lot of people find themselves, when they get in trouble, they can always find a friend who is not in trouble, who can only focus on the things that they may have done wrong, but no one has any real dialogue as to what could help them to get out of their situation. And um, people sometimes because of that will then hide their situation after the fact, you know, and then they don't seek the help because they just feel like everyone's going to look at them the same way as someone who um, somehow failed or uh, abused their, their opportunity to try to, you know, maintain their own finances through, you know, just either ignorance or either just not being disciplined. How is it when people come to you um, that you put them at ease and help them to sort of work through this process? Because it really is. I mean, you've got the expertise, but it's on them. It really is. Right. So well, that is a great question, and I I just encourage my clients that even though they may be in a bad situation, um, they're not by themselves because I you know I explain to them and I tell them about my situation and I tell them that I've seen worse situations which I've had which I have, mm-hmm. and I tell them that they can get out of their situation and that you know I I do whatever I can to help them get out of their situation and I just continue to encourage them and motivate them and help them along the way. Because you do feel embarrassed. You feel embarrassed. You do feel like a failure. And when I was going through my situation, I felt like a criminal. I felt like, my gosh, you know, <laughs> they, they treated me like a criminal. I, you know, it's just bad credit. I didn't commit a crime. And so um, they really do make you feel horrible um, about your situation, which is why many times, as you said, people don't get help. They don't even tell their family or friends what they're going through. And and I did the same thing. I didn't tell my family or friends what I what I was going through until 
I went through it, and then as I was trying to get myself out of it, you know, I, uh, my family said, well, you know, hey, what's going on? And so I, you know, told them and reached out to them and got assistance, you know, um, from some of them. But um, it, it really is a traumatic experience when you are in debt and you ha- you're experiencing a financial crisis. But everyone makes mistakes. You know, presidents make mistakes, um, you know, uh Adam and Eve made mistakes. You know, everyone makes mistakes. And so it, you don't beat yourself up so badly. Just learn from your mistakes. That is what I want to tell your listeners. A lot, of, a lot of times people don't learn from their mistakes, but it's really critical that you learn from your mistakes and you don't make the same mistakes again if you, if you can help it. You know, I've, I've had some clients who filed bankruptcy two or three times, and so you don't, want to, you don't want to keep doing that. You want to learn from your mistakes and do better, be better, and then you want to share what you've learned with other people to help someone else and help pull someone else up. And so that's that's what I want to uh, encourage your listeners today. No, oh, that's good. That's good advice. And you know, when you when you go through something and you go through it successfully, and you're able to um, talk about your experience, that's called wisdom. You know, anyone mm-hmm. can can um, hear about someone's situation and try to learn from it. But when you go through it yourself as well. You know, that's something it it locks in a discipline because the pain is always there. It also Mm -hmm. um, gives you accurate knowledge because, you know, the ins and outs and um, anything that resembles that in the near future. After you've gotten yourself out, you see it coming. So Mm -hmm. that's something as well that um, even though you, you may have fallen down, that's something that will always be able to help you to stay on course. And, you know, tracking your financial future is uh, one of the most important things that you could ever do. I mean, having stable finances can save a marriage. Having Absolutely. stable finances can make sure that your kids will be prepared to go to college when the time comes. So this is something that is a part of everyone's legacy, you know, and it's something that we all really need to take a close look at, um, decide that we're going to, you know, do whatever it takes to make a plan, to stick to it, and to make sure that in the future uh, our children as well understand what it takes to be able to manage money. Yes. Yeah, so, you know, there's a lot of people out there that, you know, impact the lives of folks in a, a number of different ways, but... If you're someone who can help someone to get a hold of that financial situation, I think that's big. It really is because, um, you know, that term, um, feed a man a fish and you feed him for a day, but teach a man to fish and you feed him for a lifetime, you know? It, it's yeah. really that that that's what that is. So um, I was just blown away when I really got a chance to think about what you do and what you've been able to do. Yeah, it's just awesome. Thank you. Thank you very yeah. much. Yeah, and I just see things differently because <laughs> there's a lot of people out in the world and, you know, they've gained notoriety for a number of different reasons. But then there are some who have it because they don't try, but because they've done a lot of good and it just comes back. So I can't say enough, Harry, and um, just how impressed I am with what you've been able to accomplish and what you've done. And um, I just thank you for that. Thank you so much. 
Yeah, and um, you have to promise to come back and <laughs> share some more with us. And every time you've got something going on, please, please let me know, and um, I'll be happy to, um, you know, promote it as much as I can. And um, again, we have to meet one day too, so hopefully I can make it out to one of your events real soon. Sure, that sounds great. Okay, and um, did you want to give people your your website and any of your business sure. information as well? Sure, and again, the name of my book is called How to Get Out of Debt, Get an A Credit Rating for Free. It's available on the Nook and the Kindle. Um, It's also available at Barnes & Noble. And my website is www.hefreemanenterprises.com. I'm also on Facebook, Harry and Freeman. I'm on Twitter at H-A-R-R-I-N-E. Uh, if they want to call me in my office, the number is 301-280-5923. Wow. Okay. You gave out your office number. So you really want people to call, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, if you're inundated with phone calls, it's not my fault. Okay. Because, <laughs> you know, I know that there are a lot of people out there in trouble. Maybe this will give them that, that push to go ahead and Start to be able to do something about this situation, and uh, if that be the case, you know, so be it. And I really hope everyone will, because um, you can always find someone <clears throat> who can help you. But um, Harry and I believe you have a, a special way with people, and you know, I think that that really helps a lot when it comes to um, dealing with something as um, you know, as as critical as this, and as um, emotional as well as touchy. I mean, this is a touchy situation. You don't talk about these things in public. So, yeah, I I really admire what you do. But um yeah. That's it. I I'm I'm happy now. I feel like I I've done a bit of good in the world myself. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you have. <laughs> Well, thank you very much and, and we hope to hear from you again real soon and we wish you all the best. Thank you so much. Hi, I'm Michael Fordham, host of A Measure of Truth on blogtalkradio.com. And I want to take a moment to talk to you about a heinous crime against humanity that plagues our nation. And yes, believe it or not, communities just like yours. Here's something you can do today to lend your support in the fight against human trafficking, also known as modern slavery. For example... Tanya was only 11 when she was forced to use her body for her own survival and the perverse desires of others. Now 18, Tanya knows no other life. She can't even remember when she was able to choose how she wanted to dress. Tanya dreams of being a teacher one day, and with the help of Bridge to Freedom programs and your support, they can empower her and others like her to move from surviving to thriving. You can make a huge difference in the life of a survivor this year through your support and donations to Bridge to Freedom Foundation. Bridge to Freedom is a nonprofit organization that provides aid to survivors of slavery who now live in the U.S., such as former child soldiers and victims of sex trafficking and forced labor. The cornerstone of Bridge to Freedom's work is personal and professional development to help survivors adapt and thrive in their new lives and communities and find work to support themselves. The Bridge to Freedom Foundation needs your support to help people just like Tanya. They need your urgent action to ensure that they can continue to provide clothing and health and beauty services to these survivors. These are not only important for rebuilding self-esteem, but are crucial to finding employment. 
They're also in great need of storage containers and clothing racks to organize and store donations. While donations of needed items are vital, one sure thing that will help to stop the spread of this injustice and prevent it from thriving undetected is educating yourselves about human trafficking or slavery and knowing the signs and the proper authorities to contact if you become aware of a victim in crisis. Find out more at bridgetofreedomfoundation.org or if you have a reason to suspect that someone may be a victim of human trafficking, please call the National Human Trafficking Resource Center hotline on 1-888-373-7888. Multilingual call specialists are on standby 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. All calls are confidential. If I may paraphrase Stephen King, the most important things are the hardest things to say. These are the things you feel ashamed of because mere words only diminish the thought. You see, words shrink things that seem limitless when they were in our hearts and minds to no more than just living size when brought out into the open. Oh, but it's more than that, isn't it? You see, the most important things lie too close to wherever your secret heart is buried. Like landmarks to a treasurer, your enemies would love to steal away and use against you at the worst possible moment. But still, you make revelations that cost you dearly, only to have people look at you like you're crazy, not understanding what you've said at all or why you thought it was so important that you almost cried when you were saying it. Do you know what's even worse than that? Is when the secret stays locked within and you can't get it out. Not for want of the courage to talk about it, but for want of someone who will just listen. Just listen. As someone who spends a great deal of time searching for the truth, the lesson that I've learned from this quote is, if you want the truth, you have to be prepared to release all judgment and be open enough to hear and accept the truth in whatever form it might take. Judgment alters the truth by changing how it's told or presented. Not accepting the truth stops the bearer from sharing the truth. Ignoring the truth kills ambition and is a recipe for disaster and makes success impossible. We all over the years have learned to guard ourselves against deception, but I've also come to realize that in most cases, you don't even have to discover or discern the truth. You just have to let it be and see it for what it is. Maybe you have a story too. It doesn't have to be just like the one we've heard. Hey, I just want to let you know, I'm here and I'm willing to listen. All I ask from you is a measure of truth. Oh, I
to the end of another great show and special thanks to Harry and Freeman and our producer Donna Hardiman. I'm Michael Fordham and you've been listening to A Measure of Truth on blogtalkradio.com But before you go, here's a little something to take with you. Ask God for wisdom daily but know that your lesson can come from anybody or any situation, good or bad, friend or foe. Watch your thoughts. They become words, and watch your words 
They become actions. Watch your actions. They become habits. And watch your habits. They become your character. And watch your character. It becomes your destiny. Until we meet again, take care of what becomes of you.